Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Wednesday, April 26th in the year 2023. Patriots, a lot going on in the news as normal, but also equally lots of distraction as one of the biggest threats to humanity slowly lurks in and seizes control of everybody. It's called artificial intelligence. We're going to be doing a lot of discussion about that tonight. So I would encourage you to tune in. Patriots, one thing for sure, though, in spite of all the artificial intelligence nightmare, you want to have a good night's sleep. And the one place to get that is your most favorite of all ever, ever pillow. And place to get bed stuff and bedroom stuff is my pillow. For example, when you buy one of our... Whoops, we just got a weird commercial. Let's try this one. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Yep, and you can head on over to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S. You will not be disappointed. Great savings, great products, great company, great CEO. All those things combined. And you can just tuck your head on that pillow and feel good and comfy, especially that 2.0. That sucker rocks. I'm not kidding. All right, Patriots. So one thing here for sure is that a lot of things are not being reported correctly. We know that. We are literally living in the bowel of evil in our nation. And one of those things is this. Ukraine's promised counteroffensive against the Russians hasn't manifested. And I don't know if you picked this up, but there was a report that came out about the beginning of March. Well, actually, it came out a couple weeks ago about an, a, an event that happened in the beginning of March that is proving more and more by circumstance to be actually true. Apparently, the Russians launched a, a um, hypersonic missile fired from one of their MiG jets that hit a deep bunker in Ukraine that happened to be the headquarters of where over 200 NATO officials were housed. That was the NATO command center. This is what the report is. That report's come out in multiple channels now, and it's beginning to prove true as we watch the effort in Ukraine slowly dwindle away as more money's poured in, more equipment's poured into the site, and the U.S. tries to wage a proxy war by virtue of using their client allies like the CIA and other three-letter agencies. But they're petering out. It also sounds like the U.S. lost a number of its own generals that were in the area. This is how the report goes. I can't prove this. It's not verifiable, but there are indications that something has definitely shifted in Ukraine and stalled the war effort of the Zelensky pedophile brigades. So there we have it. So Putin is continuing, apparently, to slaughter the pedophiles. Oh, hear the moans on that one. And free the world from one of the nastiest cabals ever. However, all of this dwarfs in the real war that's being waged behind the scenes. And this is where we have to be careful of how much we align with these axis powers, so to speak, to literally 
be able to understand what's going on. We are entering into a multipolar world that will be led by China, Russia, and probably the United States is my guess. But all of this is circulating around several technologies. And those technologies are all designed to enslave humanity. So if you're out here still waving the Trump flag going, go MAGA, then understand what you're walking into because nobody is stopping this freight train. One of those things is artificial intelligence. The other is, I guess, quantum computing, and the other is blockchain. Put those things together and you get a digital currency. You get artificial intelligence running and monitoring everything. And you get quantum computing that creates a level of, of processing that's beyond our capability that allows meta the artificial universe of the world of meta to become real, keeping in mind that the word meta means death anyway. Humanity is on its last legs at this point in time with the mainstream humanity going on onwards, walking into the hellish trap of AI. And it's doing so willingly, willfully, excitedly, as it supposedly participates in new mechanisms to help itself become lazier, fatter, dumber, and less active overall. So it's a, and it's an exciting horizon to be part of if you're in, in that AI community. Guaranteed that you will be subject to the AI rules before you realize it, and sooner or later, AI will run your life. The whole idea behind 15-minute cities is the idea of having an AI Internet of Things run city to where everybody gets exactly what they want within 15 minutes until it doesn't work. Remember, you'll be happy in that prison because Starbucks will be within 15 minutes walk. You should make you thrilled. You can go over and get your quad shot with a skinny light latte vanilla twist on it and a squeeze of lemon. That'll be all of which will be grown in a lab. Coffee will be grown in a lab. Milk will be grown in a lab. Lemons will be grown in a lab. And you can have all of that right in your paper cup that'll be nicely recycled. And if you don't recycle it, you'll lose 50 points on your social credit score. See, it's all such a good world we're heading into. And don't worry, because as the AI gets your patterns down and understands what you're doing, you won't even have to pay, go in and pay for your coffee anymore because the AI will do a predictive analysis on you and it will, it will have your coffee already purchased and ready for when you go in, except on that morning when you don't go in because you're not feeling well, but you're still going to get charged. And, that, and then they're going to dock you another 50 points off your, off your social credit score for wasting biologically grown food. <laughs> this world sounds so exciting, doesn't it? It's a wonderful world of the insanity of mankind. Only humankind can develop something so bizarre, insane, and entrapping and celebrate it by putting its best engineers and, and, and designers and programmers on it to help it become more powerful. <laughs> this is the world in which we live. It is truly a clown world, upside down world. And I think pretty much we're all kind of getting tired of it. I know I am. It's time to like do the cattle and do the gardening and make sure you are doing both or at least growing proteins. You're going to need them unless you want to eat the bugs because the bugs are coming. And they're already in Kit Kat bars I saw the other day. They're using bug protein in Kit Kats. So if they're using them in Kit Kats, they're using them in all your other stuff. Be wary, patriots. If you're If you're one of those people that... Or, oh, and someone says, and Coke, too. All right, well, if you if you like junk food, you're now eating the bugs. That's wonderful. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today by our free will, humbled and put ourselves before you in a very real prayer for this nation and the future of humanity. We are living in a time right now of unprecedented insanity, a world that has literally gone insane, 
inverted itself, put itself on the head. We even have, Father, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. We have a fashion show with men wearing a dress that's upside down. Yeah, that's right. We've seen it. We know it. This is how upside down our world is. So, Father, as we sit here today and we pray for this world, we what we really are praying here for is eyes to see and a pathway forward for an exodus away from this zoo. There's only so much clown a person can handle in the circus, and we have a lot of them. And while we realize that our role is significant here, and a role and we are being not only for ourselves and our development of tempering and learning a path of loving and appreciating one another, we are equally, equally growing stronger by day by day in the way we deal with evil. Evil has managed to crop up everywhere in so many different factions and places. So, Father, we're praying for a time. We're praying for a clarity. We're praying for a wisdom that can give us that clear path forward to step away from this insanity. This is not the clown show we signed up for, and we have been absconded into this. And sadly, a large percentage of humanity is continuing to walk along this path of destruction. And so we also pray for something more significant. Father, sadly, technology has become the albatross around everybody, and yet it's, it has also become the Pied Piper's song. People are being lured into the promises of material things, the promises of a technology to think for us, a technology to do our jobs for us. And in other words, humanity is being lured into being accepting of being slaves, first slave owners and later slaves by the very system in which they have helped create and manifest. So, Father, today my prayer for whoever wishes to join is an amazing event an event of magnitude only you can deliver, an event that we might look at as an EMP or a solar burst that would be so significant that every piece of technology on this earth would be erased and destroyed. Any part of digital technology would be completely eliminated from our lives. That we would obviously go through a difficult time of transition, but this is the only way forward here, is to destroy and see destroyed these technologies of horror that are being developed in the name of good and making people lazier, fatter, dumber, and more obedient to a system that is not a system of you, but a system of an artificial God. Father, we cast out all of our our worships of idolatries. We cast them aside. We face this path before us, knowing that the ancient paths are calling us, Jeremiah 6.16. But with this, we also realize the dependencies on which we have created for technologies are more negative than good. If there comes a time now that we're going to have to reset and reset the way we do things, reset strongly in our faith, reset strongly in the authorities that we were given, and start relying on that rather than the creations of man that ultimately have nothing but nefarious aspects to them. We had social media that's allowed us to connect that they've used to scrape data to control people's lives and ruin people's lives and to make money off of every detail a person can do. They've used that data to manipulate people, to change their buying habits, to buy, have them buy more crap that they don't need. 
we have seen now the advent of digital imprints where they're using biometrics in scans. And now we learn that the corporations have take ownership upon the very designs of our faces and our, our fingerprints that were yours by design, not theirs. We have AIs now that are creating situations that we can no longer easily discern between truth and the propaganda which the AI creates. In this pluralized world, Father, we need a way out. We need a pathway away from it, and that takes us back to the simpler paths, the ancient paths, and stepping away from all this insanity that men want to create and women want to create to enslave themselves. So, Father, we it's a dual-headed prayer, like we say, a prayer for an Exodus 2.0 or a prayer for a massive shake to the world that will rip this technology to its roots and destroy every bit of it and force mankind once again to face themselves, to start working in communities, to overcome not with technologies of digital age, but in simple technologies, hand skills, and the tech, and the methods and things that we need to truly build a real world, a world that places stewardship first, conservation first, and love for one another first. Difficult times ahead, Father, if these paths so open, because it will force a shakeup in the way the world does business. It will collapse supply chains. It will cause shortages in food. But it's all of these challenges that as we come together as human beings, we grow. But AI is not going to solve our problems. AI is going to be the nightmare. And so, Father, from my position, whoever joins, I just pray that AI is destroyed and ended in whatever fashion it is, that it does not continue in any way, that it has, it cannot overcome us, and that we find our way out through and out of this mess that's set before us by the evils of this world. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I have no love for AI. The more that I dig into it, the more that I shake my head at the measure of stupidity of humanity. And I say this very boldly, and I, and I know that this is controversial to some, especially who believed in these people. There's all sorts of them, versions of people that believe in, in cryptocurrency. They think that's the answer. Well, it's going to be an interesting answer when in about 18 months... We're going to go through probably a biometric registration to get onto the web. How are you going to get to your crypto and be anonymous? The answer is you won't. And unless you're willing to go through all those hoops of being registered, your crypto that you have will not be easily accessible, and they could cut off the off-ramps and the on-ramps to get to your crypto. That's already happening. That's a digital creation of nothing. You have nothing tangible in your hand. When we get into this world of where we're going, the way they're shaping and channeling humanity is stunning. The gaming industry is on full tilt. The level of realism that's coming out of these new AI-generated games is phenomenal. You almost can't tell the difference between real and game anymore. And then that leads to like the global e-games where they literally have thousands and thousands of people staring at a screen all day long competing against each other on virtual games, virtual reality games. All of this is in preparation to condition a world to be prepared to live in a virtual space. And they're moving at light speed. And I mean this, literally. It's the iterations and updates that AI is making is within days, not weeks, not months, not years. And the amount of money that's flowing into it that was initiated heavily under, there was some under Obama, but a lot more under President Trump, has been channeling money in massive amounts to artificial intelligence, quantum and, bitch, and blockchain. 
all of these things in a perfect ideal world, perhaps they could help humanity. The problem is we don't live in a perfect ideal world. We live in a world that's run by pedophiles, elites, people that want power and to control humanity. So there is no reason, no moral base in which this is being built on. And the engineers that are doing this are recklessly charging forward, worried only about what their latest gadget is they can create, how they can create more personality, more realism, more singularity within the AI system. And as they do this, they have no concern for humanity's consequence other than the fact that it's another gadget or device they created. But now AI is at a point where it's learning by itself. And we're approaching an event horizon here in the near future where AI will no longer need humanity. And we're getting there quickly. So as humans race to this opportunity, like building 10 new cities, super advanced and, and complex, will be all about building AI prisons. And that's what it'll be. Because nothing in this foundation is changing. The way out of this is always the same. We have to choose the ancient paths. Jeremiah 6.16, the verse given in the first Bard's Fest. And it's critical that we understand the magnitude of what that means. There's coming a point that in order to move forward, we're going to have to step away from the digital world. And that is a huge step for everybody at this point in time. But we're going to have to. Because the consequences of trying to play in it and play on another side are not going to be possible. And more that we do this, the more that we think that way, the more that we pray into this, if you are so inclined to go that way, which I am, then it's the direction that God will open the paths for. But this is a very, in my opinion, this is one of the most one of the darkest moments of humanity that no one sees coming. And foolishly, humanity is playing with this and thinking that it's going to come out okay. Anytime we start to hand our responsibilities of hum humans over to a machine to do what we are capable of doing, nothing good comes of it. When they first brought out calculators, they would argue that, well, this will help people get better at math. We can show statistically that math scores have gotten worse since. People have less memory and retention of even how to do math because once they started punching it in on the keyboards and not doing the hand work on paper, their ability to retain and remember started to decline. Every in step of the way that, human that humanity has allowed, embraced, and encouraged technology we see a declining effect of the long-term common sense and cognitive processings of humankind. Everything becomes hyper-accelerated into the short-term with little attention to the long-term view. We call that, in, in a medical terms, they call that the development of the reptilian mind. The reptilian mind is very short-thinking, short-term, very, very non-consequential related. It's, it's easily moved by emotions. It's easily moved by quick snaps to anger, but it doesn't have a view towards the long-term consequences of where we're going. And unfortunately, all of this that we're seeing in the news is just reinforcing this. So at a point in time in this war, when people are literally wanting to find victories, there were rallying around things like the Bud Light boycott and missing the bigger issues, which should be taking our phones and, and delivering an ax blow to every one of them. We need to make a step forward together in a decision not to comply. And the more that we don't comply in numbers, the more opportunity we have to watch this system implode. But the, the train has left the station. It's coming at it full tilt. 
and there's no way of, of avoiding what's coming. AI has been deployed. It's in the public space. It's being developed every day. People are using it for all sorts of crazy things. And they're seeing it as a natural thing. And even if they use it casually, what they're not understanding or comprehending is every time you use it, you become part of training it. And that's the big threat. AI is not... There's some will tell you that it's not very well developed. It is very well developed. And what we're seeing are the glimpses and pieces of the new concepts that they're playing with that may not be working well. And there's a lot of problems with some of these AI platforms. But the fact of the matter is that AI is out there and it's beginning to take over basic processes of cognitive thinking for humanity. And humanity is eager to do this because humanity as a whole has become increasingly less productive and more focused on what it wants to do for itself. And the lure of AI that they keep selling is you can have these machines take over the basic fundamentals of your life. And in so doing, you can have more time to achieve time for your higher self. We've already seen how that typically goes. That means you're going to get more time on the couch, watching TV, eating potato chips and, and, and donuts, you're going to see less fitness, you're going to see less mental development, and you're going to see an overall rise of the idiocracy at a level un unimagined before. You think it's bad now, give it five years with AI and see where we go. So all of this said, our role remains constant and vigilant to stand firmly on that rock of faith, to constantly pray for the humanity to speak above all truth, above all things. And that to me is one of the most important aspects. And Jordan Peterson did a piece with uh, Joe Rogan the other day, and he was talking about where we sit. And his description of where we sit is literally that we're walking in purgatory. Purgatory because everything is being turned on its head and we have no bearing. And as he added, the only thing forward that you can do is to speak truth and wield that sort of truth. I agree with him. But truth is brutal, and truth doesn't make people comfortable, and truth doesn't always make people your friend. But truth is the only thing, major weapon we have here, and truth takes in forms of words and actions to live the truths that we're speaking, to live the truths of the types of things we advocate for, and to continue to speak the truths that need to be heard even if people don't like to hear them. But truth is the true weapon here because it turns the upside-down world right-side up. And with it comes that glorious love in it that we walk with in our love of Christ and that banner under which we walk as an army here fighting for the truth and resetting the world back to putting it at the feet of God. So patriots, with all that said, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have time in the garden. I hope you have time to do some planting wherever you are. It's time to get the plants in the ground if you can. If you're in a different climate, make sure you get stuff started because it's getting more important every day. There, this beast is on the move. And it's going to be a little bumpy as we move forward. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Good show tonight on artificial intelligence. I encourage you to tune in. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.